This is Betty Collins, and we are Inspiring Women, presented by Bradyware. This is the podcast that advances women towards economic, social, and political achievement. I am here to inspire you to take steps to the next level in your career. Thanks for listening and investing your time in yourself. More about Inspiring Women in this episode can be found at bradyware.com slash resources. So today I'm probably going to hit on a little bit of a nerve because I think most people in life, men, women, old, young, do this. It's just a habit. And it's a habit that really can be harmful. So we're going to talk about rehearsing your troubles or going through them when they occur. And instead of rehearsing them over and over, you're going to be prepared for them. And... Um, Do it just one time instead of a thousand in your mind. So you have a choice. You can rehearse those troubles, and then you get to experience it again and again, or you can be ready when they show up and they actually occur. Do you know people that do this? They have these great conversations mentally, right? And they even have probably a full cast of characters. They all have roles, and there's a theme, and they have built up this big play, and wow, And you get to have fun being around those people. Or reality is maybe you're one of those people and you don't even realize it. And you're having all this fun mentally, right? At the end of the day, it's very self-destructive habit. It can have some very adverse side effects that you don't want in your life. I want to talk a little bit about that today. Just to be sure you understand what I'm referring to, rehearsing your troubles. What does that mean? If you constantly have conversations... I mean, you're at your desk, you're, you're thinking, you're talking, you're laying awake at night, and you're playing something over and over, and it consumes you. That's what I'm talking about. And it could be, you know, it can be any kind of trouble. Trouble is, is what, you, what, what you feel is, you know, something that's causing stress or chaos in your life, or it's a problem, or whatever it is. And so we do rehearse things a lot in our mind, and we don't tell people, we don't, we don't communicate that correctly, or we don't effectively tr- get to the issue. And it may be trouble that isn't even there, right? It may not even, you may never experience except in your mind. And it probably starts with some simple comment, right? From your, from the people around you, the people that matter the most are going to have some comment to you, your, your peer, your spouse, uh, your significant other, or maybe a circumstance just doesn't go well and it triggers something for you. And so you're like, wow, that just pushed my button that that trigger just starts the rehearsal. So you play this out, reliving and reliving, and and it's not a matter of if or when it happens. It probably isn't even close to the reality. And then you've had all this time and energy wasted on, you know, fill in the blank. Energy instead that could be put towards being prepared for facing the it or the fill in the blank, okay? If something triggers you or someone doesn't have a filter or a comment, playing it over in your mind probably isn't going to solve it. Sometimes you do need to rehearse when you're ready to go in, you know, and you're going to, but that's only if you're really going to go in and face the issue and have a conversation. You'd be amazed at how many many little chats I have all day. I have these you know, things that go on and on and on. And you probably, if you really said, you know, I'm going to see if I do that. You would be surprised if you started keeping score. How many times you're having some conversation in your head. And then you'll find out too, it's probably, I just had that conversation in my head. I know you probably think I'm crazy right now, but this is something that really people are consumed in. 
And statistics shows you, I kind of read a little bit about this. Chances are, if you're having these conversations in your head, they're probably not very positive. They're probably something that's really more negative. That's why they're, you know, kind of in your head and just your little world. I want to talk about this because I had I had to conquer this habit in my life. I've seen it in all aspects of my life in relationships and with my kids and my spouse, where I work, my clients and connections, and it really does have consequences. And it holds you back from the fulfillment of those relationships and success and goals and contentment. So for me, I really had to learn the hard way. And I learned actually from a 27-year-old counselor that I went to when I was 40. And she had such wisdom about it. And she really helped me train, change my mindset. The first thing that, sh- that she really taught me was you got to be aware that you're rehearsing. You got to realize, why am I, st- why am I even having this conversation? And you got to learn to identify it. And on top of that, you got to learn what triggers it. And then you got to shut it down. That's the steps. Identify it, be aware of it, learn the triggers, and shut it down. What consumes it? What trouble consumes you? Part of it, you got to look at what fuels it. Gas on the fire. Social media, garbage in, garbage out. News, toxic people. Surround yourself with people without filters. Probably going to really, really fuel that. Or you can say, I'm going to put good in, good out, not like garbage, and this water on fire by books and positive stories and podcasts and music and positive people or just pure silence. And I really had to work on this because I would just really, really go into these things. And when I was in counseling with this person, I was in a pretty bad place at that time in my life. She was from Russia and she really loved the United States. She had this great accent. So we just had a synergy from the beginning. But as soon as she said, hi, how are you, man? I just, <laughs> I would tell her how I was that day. And we went through all my troubles and circumstances. The first couple of sessions, you know, she listened pretty well. And then I was really caught off guard one day when she goes, um, hey, hold on. And I said, yeah. And she said, did he really say this? Or is this just your perspective? And I was like, well, she goes, you know, did he say it? Well, No. No, but I guess he didn't. So are, is this real or is this your perception? And I was like, I, I mean, I'm 40. She's 27. She's totally put me in my place. I'm like, wow. But it took me a while to realize I did that a lot. And it started with these conversations in my head, right? And then I did start, start going, wow, I've got I've to really stop this. She always challenged me to think what's real and what's perspective and then what really happened, and then process, right? And then deal with it. And your chances are you're not going to deal with anything that's bigger than, than you just created it to be. So again, you got to be aware you're rehearsing, identify it, learn triggers, and shut it down. But then you really have to go, is this real? Did this really happen? Or is this just your perspective? Or this is your reaction, right? She really taught me when I would be rehearsing internally and playing this over, and then I would come and just, you know, of course, tell her the whole thing, I realized these things weren't happening. They were, they were my responses to glances. They were my responses to the circumstances that maybe I just didn't like. The third step is change the way then you just deal with the trouble instead of all the conversations and all this stuff that you, you play up to. And once you do that, this habit will become something that that is not a barrier to you any longer. 
You might get a lot more sleep at night. You might have better relationships and you might learn to communicate instead of blow up. So how did I quit rehearsing with all these things? How did I, how did I stop it so I just am dealing with trouble and stress when it's occurring? And believe me, it's easier said than done. As I've just talked about, I made a very conscious effort to identify that trigger in the rehearsal. And this is something I learned to do. And you can laugh at me and you can, you can um, just think I'm crazy. But I would suggest to you, in the privacy of your home, that you look in the mirror and say your conversation out loud because you're either going to go, this is true, and you're going to cry, or you're going to laugh at yourself, hearing yourself and looking at yourself saying this. She had me do that a couple times, and I realized, oh my gosh, it just made me think differently. And over time, I started having a lot less conversations and rehearsing of things that, that I was really, in a lot of ways, making up. Another thing that I did um, during that time, and I still do it, I journal. My life has had its up and downs and challenges like everyone. It's an effective tool. I would just tell you, when that season of your life is over, burn the book. Okay, burn the journal. Uh, I really did do that, honestly, because I had gone through some pretty rocky things. And um, man, when I looked back at what I had written and had these conversations that got on paper, at least, I was like, wow. I can't even think of the energy it took to think this stuff up, let alone write it. And then I said, let's burn it and be done. Very, very good therapy. There were times in life, though, when you have these things where they consume you and your troubles just get you. You got to go to, you got to find a mentor or counselor. It's okay. But books are everywhere on the subject matter. I was amazed when I Googled this subject matter what I found. Um, so it must be a huge problem. There's a tremendous amounts of information out there to help you start thinking different ways. But you really have to stop the following. When the rehearsing stopped a lot in my mind, where I just played this out, was I realized I have to stop some toxic relationships and cannot be around people who don't have an ability to filter. No one or circumstance is worth robbing me of my peace of mind, you know, because that's what, that's what they were taking. And instead, I took energy when something did trigger me or someone didn't filter that day I thought, I'm going to be prepared when, when they can't filter because you're always going to be around people that can't filter. You're always going to be around situations. And I learned to, now let's just deal with this and, and let's make it simple. Believe me, it's a lifetime. It's, it doesn't just stop. But preparation for facing troubles and doing it head on without just, you know, I'm going to have crucial conversations. Okay, those might be part of the play, but it's a lifetime and it takes, and some, some of it depends on the on what the problem is and how big it is will depend on the strategy that you use, which could be an entire podcast, but you still have to have some way of intentionally facing the issue besides the conversation in your head. But things that I have done when I get to that point where I'm seeing the consuming, com you know, those things just get me all the time. I get away. I step back. I can, I'm busy all the time. I will never have a day that isn't full of something. But sometimes when that consuming rehearsing is going on, I just have to step back and step away. And I have to kind of get and look from the outside in the situation to get my perspective. Also, what I do when I see myself getting to this point is I look in the past trouble that I've had in my life. And I look at what did work and what didn't. I'm not going to repeat what didn't work because I'll have probably the same results. I learned to realize I need to look at other people that have 
you know, they have some control on their life and they seem like they're pretty level-headed. By the way, there's very few of those out there. And probably if you ask how they're really doing and you get in there, you'll find out that you're, they're experiencing the same thing you do. Tapping into their wisdom was something that was really things that helped me. And then there are just those times when you can't get what you're thinking about and consumed about. You can't get it out. So you got to draw that line in the sand and say, you know what, we're going to deal with this. And sometimes that just comes in cycles and ebbs and flows. And then get a perspective on your trouble. Just ask someone how their day is and see what's going on in their life. And sometimes this little trouble thing you're dealing with that's consuming you will seem like nothing. And I think really the last thing that women don't do well is we balance a lot in our lives. And we have a lot of relationships in our lives. We have a lot of things that trigger these conversations because it's very, very much a habit of women in today. We don't take the time for self-care. Self-care is okay. And when you don't, you can't just rest and relax and sit back. You may not ever stop having all this stuff go on in your life. So it's okay for self-care. I'm a big spa person. I could go to the spa every week without hesitation, but um, I, I don't do that. But what I really do is I look at the, it, the, what we all have to look at at some point is some type of spiritual, emotional, mental, physical, and take care of those things. And then you take care of life because you can, you have the ability. And that way you can face your fear and embrace with confidence in who you are. And then that, again, that's another whole podcast. So trouble, stress, chaos, those things, those situations that you're rehearsing in your mind over and over. Learn to stop doing that and become consumed instead to prepare for them and be ready to face them when they actually occur. It's your choice, and I hope you make the right one. As your career advancements continue, your financial opportunities will continue to grow. Be prepared. Visit bradyware.com slash resources to download a copy of the financial checklist for every stage of your life, everything about the Inspiring Woman's podcast, this episode, and Bradyware and Company Accounting Services can be found in the podcast show notes.